How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Here it is, robotic this evening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 71. Episode number 71 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you guys so much for joining us, watching live on Facebook, watching live on YouTube. We are grateful that you guys are spending the favorite night of the week, Tuesday night, with us live here on How About Mm -hmm. That Cigar. We are, as always, guys, coming to you from the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. And we want to tell you once again about the beautiful new Deadwood Leather Rose. Shipped now to all retailers nationwide. Uniting with her sisters, Sweet Jane, Fat Bottom Betty, and Crazy Alice, the spicy leather rose is the boldest lady of the bunch. She's a dirty girl. This 5x54 torpedo features a rich Maduro wrapper Mm. and proves to be the spiciest of the Deadwood family. Mm -hmm. Lighting up the leather rose will fill the room with her exotic aroma, plus... The effortless draw will leave you longing for more. One more. The Deadwood Leather Rose is a 5x54 torpedo packaged in 24-count boxes and will be shipping, did ship, (laughs) in July. (laughs) For more info, please visit DrewEstate.com. You were thinking about packages. I was. (laughs) Yeah, I I can't can't think eighth grade level when I start hearing words like that. So, guys... As always, we're grateful that you are spending your Tuesday night with us. Yes. It is another beautiful evening here in Minnesota at the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. Uh, We're excited. There is so much great stuff going on in the world. I mean, I know COVID is crazy. We're all kind of under this this thing that we're living under right now. But we're trying to focus on the positive. There's good stuff going on, too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, get your your mind out of the gutter sometimes. Get away from Facebook. Get out there Mm -hmm. in the world with your family and just... You know, just go explore someplace outside that you haven't been before. It's plenty uh, of stuff to celebrate. Dwayne Johnson got married. I mean, Dwayne Johnson got married. Mm-hmm. The Rock. I feel something. No, that's no. There's that's there's, that's it's I thought real. there was a joke. There's no there joke was, other than a joke coming. I just dropped a Dwayne Johnson reference on our show. <laughs> that might is Matt. Oh, quick. Q. Am I wearing pants? Um, Ooh. You know oh. what? I'm going to keep that one to myself. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I might be wearing pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might not be wearing pants. But uh, I'm going to leave that up to your imagination. Uh, and for those of you who are listening after the fact on the audio podcast on your favorite podca- podcast platform, thanks so much for listening to us. Uh, if you would, please give us a subscription to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Do the same on YouTube and the same on Facebook. Just click on the button to get reminders so you will never miss the next time we go live. So uh, Garrett and I have a little uh, Garrett's phone set up here watching the Twins play live. Uh, we just started a new series with uh, Milwaukee. Uh, and Garrett, we've, we talked about this a little bit before we, went la- before we went live, but the Minnesota Twins finally figured out how to beat the worst team in the division. How about them apples? So it's crazy. We, uh, we just kept losing to Kansas City. Uh, who is, I mean, by far the worst team in the division. And then all of a sudden, finally, this last series, we lost the first one, but we we took the second two games of that series um, and finally figured out a way to beat Kansas City. Yeah, but it was just, I mean, it's classic Minnesota sports. We come out of the gates, (laughs) you know, and I remember listening early on before, you know, they decided to even do a limited season. A lot of the early experts were saying, the team I don't want to face this year is Minnesota. You know, Minnesota fans are like, oh, my gosh, it's about time. This is it. This is the year. Yeah. 
And sure enough, we start rocking and rolling. And then Kansas City comes. And they've yeah. been sucking. Yeah, for, for the not just this season. Not just this last season. Last season, too. We, we couldn't beat them last season. But finally, we figured out a way. Um, so, yeah, we started a series tonight with uh, the Brewers. And then, oddly enough, as soon as this three-game series is over with the Brewers, we go right back to another series with Kansas City. So we'll see if it sticks. Um, but, you know, they seem to be playing better baseball. It's so fun to finally have baseball again. It, but isn't it weird watching the, the games? Mm. We're either watching the games on, on on your phone or on TV or watching the highlights afterwards. It's just so weird. It is weird. Whether it's and, and it's not just baseball. It's hockey and other sports where it's empty stadiums, empty fields, you know, cardboard cutout to people. It's it, And my favorite cardboard cutout that somebody so if you don't know the uh, what a lot of teams did was you could purchase or buy uh, a charity uh, donation that put uh, you know you could send them your picture and you could be in the stands behind home plate and what one fan did for the cardinal <laughs> for the St. Louis Cardinals is they made it um, for. Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. It was the dead Bernie. He's like, that was, it was that was one of the funniest things. I've oh seen. my gosh, it was the best. Yeah. So uh, hats off to that fan. That was rock star move. So it's uh, you know like I said, guys, it's it's one of those and and we've been talking about this really ever since this whole COVID thing you know started, which goes back to I think we've been talking about it since February, but. Get out there and support your local cigar shops. You know, um, everybody's got different rules and regulations. Every shop's going to have their own way of doing things right now. So call ahead, find out what they have in stock, find out what their policies are for buying cigars, find out what their policies are for smoking in in the lounge. Some some still have closed lounges where all you can do is go in and buy your cigars and then go smoke them at home. But call ahead, find out. But please, um, you know, get out there and support your local cigar shops because it's and and not just your cigar shops, uh, restaurants, shops, bars, whatever it is, whatever you're allowed to do at your local shops, you know, get out there and support them. Just because um, we need those non-massive corporations to, you know, still have a little bit of a foothold. So. Amen. Uh, but let's uh, let's bring on our special guest this evening. We're so excited to have him on the show. And as always, guys, our special guest segment is brought to you by Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com. They are the Internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers you the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. And you'll also find unique and limited cigars containing Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Mr. Jeff Borshowitz believed it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona Cigar locations in downtown Orlando, Sand Lake, Lake Mary, and also the Davidoff Geneva Lounge in Tampa. For more info on all of that, please visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, put your hands together, 
Welcome to episode number 71 of How About That Cigar Live from Camacho Cigars, George Rami. George. What's happening, guys? It is a beautiful night. We're so happy to have you on the show, brother. Honestly, it, it, uh, it, it's, it's been an exciting time, you know, lately because we've, we've found, and we talked a little bit about this before the show went live, but we've got this kind of new, uh, new way that we're getting together with fellow cigar smokers and doing that online thing. So grateful to have you on the show tonight to talk about what's going on with Camacho, to talk about um, you know, some of the new projects and stuff like that. And, and the way that the new ways that you guys are interacting with your customers and all that stuff. So thanks so much Thank for, you for having me, man. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here with you guys. Live so, from Tampa. Yeah. Live from, so give us, uh, give us an idea, uh, coming to us from your, your live home studio there. Tell us what you are smoking and drinking along with us this evening. Well, right now, um, I'm smoking the Camacho Nicaragua, which is our newest addition to the core line. Uh, this one, I sent you guys uh, some samples. You guys, I believe you guys uh, uh, have tried it. Uh, this is the newest uh, addition to our core line. It's uh, the Camacho Nicaragua. The blend breakdown, it's a Habano uh, wrapper. It's got a Honduran binder. And uh, the filler, the dominant uh, tobacco in the filler is a Nicaraguan uh, tobacco from SLE, right? And that's why it represents about 60% of the uh, of the um, of the filler uh, composed components, and basically the name it is you know a little different from what we are used to uh, uh, naming our cigars like the Corojo. Uh, we usually name it for the wrapper, but this one we went for the uh, for the binder, right? And that's where the name Nicaragua came from. Uh, the blend, this one fits a uh, you know it, it fills a gap uh, that we had in our our core line as an offering, and um, as we were talking about earlier, this one this one fills in that gap. It's a medium to full-bodied smoke, uh, very rich in, in, in terms of flavor, um, but it's very, you know, it's got a lot of a, a lot of power, but it's balanced, right? And that's one of those, like, you know, I, I, I try to explain it to people. It's uh, uh, it's it's kind of wild flavors. You know, you pick up a lot of spiciness, uh, very similar uh, to what you would pick up on the Corojo. Uh, but this one in particular, you know, it's kind of, to me, it's a medium to full-bodied. Pretty much I smoke one or two of these a day. And uh, it's a medium to full body, um, and, and definitely that's 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 what I'm smoking right now. Now you were asking what I'm drinking. Um, I usually go for bourbon or maybe a little rum, but tonight, you know, I'm bringing out, and I think this this kind of goes well. Nothing fancy, just a little Johnny Walker Black um, to go with this one, and I think uh, just you know the, the the sweetness of the Johnny Black uh, pairs very well with this one, uh, uh, this Camacho Nicaragua. So that's yeah. what I'm drinking and drinking right now. Nice. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things, George, that we love to get an idea of, because we, we want to get to know you guys, you know, all the people that we have on the show, we want to get to know everybody's stories. And because, you know, the relationships in the cigar business are 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 really strong relationships and it's such a relationship driven business. And, you know, getting to know guys like you who who really make these brands tick, you know, finding out about you and, and kind of where you're coming from. So. Give us an idea of kind of your cigar origin story. You know, the first time that you sat down and fired up a premium hand-rolled cigar and, and what that experience was like for you. Who are you? Who are you? Who is George Man? <laughs> <laughs> well, I started, okay, um, in business, I've been in this industry for about 16 years, right? I started in, in, um, in Miami. But prior to that, um, my father 
always smoked cigars. I mean, he was still alive. He's a little older right now, so he, uh, you know, smoking less, maybe once a week or something like that. But for a while, he would uh, in in our city in, in Honduras. I'm from Honduras. Um, he would be known as the cigar guy, right? Uh, he would smoke double Coronas, no band, no nothing. So Honduran puros. Uh, now that I know, I know what he smoked. Uh, he used to smoke Hoy de Monterey's. Uh, the double Coronas. And I remember being a little kid having little boxes to build my little houses and whatever. So I was always around the smoke, right? Uh, the boxes, the smell, um, sometimes, you know, to wake me up. Unfortunately, my father would wake me up with just, you know, puffing some smoke in my face and I would get up right away and go take a shower to go to, uh, to school, uh, stuff like that. So I was always around uh, the smoke and then just the, uh, the the accessories at home, the humidor. So it always called my attention. So when I moved to the U.S., uh, in the year 2000, I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm still young then, but, you know, after a few years, I was working in a uh, jewelry shop and next to it, there used to be a, a, a cigar shop. And I started working there, you know, just as a sales associate. And then I managed the place. And later on, and, um, you know, and, and a couple of years later, I partnered up with what was who was my boss then. And we opened up a store in, in, in Miami, in Brickell. Um, had that for about you know a good six years, and after that, I wanted to go into into manufacturing, and and just you know I found a lot of barriers, and in that one month that was in, in between, not knowing what to do, I um, I got the you know phone call from uh, from Davidoff, and they said they had something for me for Camacho, right? And I, I knew the brand because I would sell the brand, and I was like, well, okay, let's uh, that's interesting. So I came up here. Um, here, I mean, I, I just moved to Tampa, uh, which is where our offices are. And I saw what the new Camacho was going to look like. This is prior to the revamp back in 2013. I'm talking yeah. about probably uh, January or, or February uh, 2013. And I saw what the brand was going to look like, right? And and right away, it clicked that that's what I, I wanted that gig, just because the brand was going to – just the vision of the brand is something that I had not seen in the years that I had been in, in, in sales, right? Selling everything at, at retail. Um, and I just loved it. And, you know, I jumped on board and I'm working on my on my eighth year now with uh, with, with Davidoff. Uh, that's just a you know, summarized version of what <laughs> what I've done in the, in the, you know, in the, in the cigar, in my cigar years, which has been 16 and, and counting for now. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we're grateful for these, uh, these Camacho Nicaraguas. We're, Garrett and I are both, uh, firing one up right now as well, and it's uh, it, and we've already each smoked a couple of the samples, and um, it is it's a cigar that I enjoy a lot. Absolutely, it's, it's a great cigar, and it's got. Um, I agree with you that it's got complexity. There's some there's some kind of interesting things going on that I've noticed um, in the. Uh, this is the Toro that we're smoking right now, um, but the the robusto size and this one as well have this kind of uh i don't know it's it's almost uh it i want to sort of use the words it's got spiciness but it's also got like a sweet and sour kind of thing yeah and i get a lot of sweetness and uh that spice doesn't come in for me until a little bit later in the cigar um you'll get some on on the finish if you really wait for it and pay attention um but that's what i love about this cigar is all of those little notes are you got to pay attention to this cigar. This isn't a cigar that, you know, you just 
but it also has the Camacho flavor profile, right? It does, uh, man. Absolutely. So that's yeah. in, in, in all of our cigars, we have a Corojo in them, in, in them, right? So that's part of, of the, uh, the, the filler in this one, the filler, the, uh, the binder. And the, the, just that, that signature flavor profile that the Corojo tobacco uh, that we produce has in our cigars, it keeps everything par, you know, in terms of the flavor, in, in terms of the similarity of the notes that you'll find in each of our cigars in our core offerings. Uh, that's not the case for some of our limited editions because obviously, you know, you rebland and you do different things. But when it comes to our core line, our Criollo, our Connecticut, uh, Ecuador, Corojo, and now the Nicaragua, uh, they all have that Corojo tobacco that keeps that flavor profile, you know, somewhat on, on, a, on a similar level so that if you have somebody that wants to venture off from a Camacho, Connecticut into a Corojo, per se, mm. still has some of those, you know, notes that that person has recognized to like. In the Camacho, mm-hmm. uh, but giving a new, you know, a new dimension, you know, a new exploration dimension in terms of a flavor profile. So that's what this one. It's very similar to some of our cigars because of that tobacco that it has, uh, but it does add some complexity and, and you know some new boundaries uh, uh, with the tobaccos that we that we've used. You know, it's it's a great. Yeah. I mean, this one I, I tried it two years ago uh, when we were uh, you know uh, uh, blending it, and you know since that moment we've all agreed in our in our panel and you know in all the operations and everything um that is just, it's going to be a home run you know so yeah. this, this is a very very good blend un, un, unfortunately we released it in this crazy time where i can't go out there and show it and do events and and, and you know mm-hmm. get to talk to our our, our consumers face to face and get the reaction you know right at the moment that, that that they're smoking it but hey you know we gotta make the best out of it um, but the cigar is excellent. It's excellent, not just because obviously I represent the brand or anything, but uh, but yeah, it's it's an excellent cigar uh, that I definitely encourage everybody to you know give it a shot. So I want to go back a little bit to maybe some origin stuff and tie it into a viewer question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Braden is wondering, uh, for those of us who don't really drink alcohol, do you recommend anything that pairs well with cigars that you enjoy? I usually have a Coca Cola, but wouldn't mind trying something new. So, George, I know Matt and I have different origin stories about pairing stuff. What did that look like for you, and what would you tell Braden? Um, it depends. Let's just put the Camacho Nicaragua, for example, right? I, I, I've tried this one with bourbon. It goes really well. The bourbon of choice of my choice, it's, uh, it's bullet bourbon. Um, but I think the, the, I just didn't get the combination that I wanted. Like I said, what I'm pairing it with right now, it's the, uh, the you know, my Johnny Walker Black Label, uh, uh, blended scotch, nothing fancy. But the flavor profiles that that has um, do not overpower the flavor that the cigar is giving me, right? Mm-hmm. So it's right. I, I would say, you know, it, it's 40, 60. So the cigar still has a lot more game in my palate. And then just the, uh, my, in this, uh, this example, I have the Johnny Walker Black, the, uh, the Johnny just uh, compliments it, you know. Basically, um, I, 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 I like to, for example, with the Camacho Connecticut's, I like to drink a very cold beer. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 when it comes to, a, to to pairings and stuff like that, I'm not that complicated. An ice cold beer uh, uh, could be an IPA, could be a lager. Um, I like to smoke that with our or with our Camacho Connecticut. Um, believe it or not, with uh, with the Cabo Camacho Triple Maduro, for example, which is an excellent cigar. I like to drink it with red wine. Okay. You know? Uh, any any non-alcoholic and do uh ever pair with non-alcoholic items per year line okay 
Perio line. I love that. Actually, oh, actually, I left my Yeti somewhere. But uh, yeah, Perio line on a Yeti with ice all day long. Yeah. I, or they have a the Bubblies, that brand Bubbly that has Bubbly, the, yeah. uh, the lime one. It's delicious. Yeah. So if I, if I want to not have anything, you know, either a beer or alcohol, that's that's what that's what I I I, I, I have cases of it in my uh, in my pantry just because I love that water but still you know just per year and the and the line touch to it it's uh it's great and that one obviously you can drink it and, and you know, at any time of the day that's no problem but yeah, yeah. per year line that's definitely would be my uh my my choice well and I'll, my- I'll say that i did um a couple days ago i i want to say it was sunday i smoked one of these uh nicaraguas the robusto with uh with iced tea and i i'm i'm one of those guys that i don't like sweet tea i like i like Really strong brewed iced tea with lemon okay. in it, without without any sweetener, oh, and this went really really well with with unsweetened iced tea with lemon in it. It was it, but it's really I, I brew I brew iced tea really super strong. Yeah. It's almost like coffee. It's so strong the the brewed tea that I have, and it went really well with uh, with that. So I would I would highly recommend that. Yeah, and the other thing you know that uh, George brings up too is. Um, you know, bubbly things. Um, and it looks like George is maybe frozen a little bit. So we'll just kind of talk through this a little bit while we we're waiting for him to unfreeze. Um, but the, the bubbly part really does something to bring out flavors in cigars um, or anything that you're trying to pair it with. And so I too like to have a uh, carbonated beverage when I'm smoking. I don't drink. And uh, George is back. Yeah, I got disconnected for a second. I believe it was me. Yeah, I think. It's yep. all, all good. Yep. Got, yep, sound good. So I was just talking about having carbonation in a beverage. Um, those bubbles do something when you're smoking. Yeah. Um, I try and stay away from things that have a high sugar content because that sweetness, especially, you know, I'm not trying to dog on you, Braden, but um, with uh, a lot of sugar, it's going to really drown out, especially if the cigar is sweet, uh, just a natural sweet. You won't get any of that. And you'll get all the Coke. And um, we know Coke kills. So, <laughs> But, yeah, yeah I, 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 I stay away from, from sweets like that, like sodas. It's, uh, it's tough, man. You know, it's tough, but it's just so addictive. Coke is so good. <laughs> it is. It tastes. It is. It tastes. <laughs> especially Mexican Coke. Oh my God! Yeah. Yes, I have to admit, every time I go to a uh, Chipotle or or Cadoba, oh, yeah. yeah. uh, I get the Mexican Coke. It's so good. It is. It's so good. Um, so the next one I want to I want to talk about and and showcase is well, actually, before I get to this next one, I, we have to say congratulations to you that uh, you've got a new little baby. Woo! Yes. Yes, I got a little newborn. So you got a baby a, boy, is that right? Yeah, it's a baby boy, Sebastian. Uh, he's gonna be three months next week. So wow. we're in the those premature stages of uh, of development and uh, insane crying, uh, obscene amounts of uh, diapers to be changed. Uh, it's man, not very little sleep. Uh, but it's just, a, it's a, it's a blessing, man, just to have yeah. a, you know, a little person. And then, I mean, thank God I, I, I asked, I received, 
Uh, is he starting to look like me? And <laughs> the, the resemblance that I, man, I, I, I guess I always said, I mean, I'm, I'm 35 years old, right? I, I waited a while, you know, I, I didn't make any, 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 you know, early mistakes or something like that in terms of having a kid and all that. So I waited, I waited, I waited. At this point, I'm like, okay, um, let's just say hypothetically, I'm not half my life. You know, if I double it, I'll be 70 years old. By then, I should have lived my life. Um, but yeah, so, so I'm, I'm like, please, I want to have a boy and I want to have a little mini me, as cheesy as it sounds. Uh, but yeah, so now I have this little person that is starting to look like me and starts to recognize you and everything. It's just such a blessing, man. But it is, it's no easy task, let me tell you. Um, yeah. It trains you for that. It's, uh, it's, a, very, <laughs> it's a very hectic full-time job. But it's a blessing, man. It's it's one of those feelings that everybody's like, oh my god, yeah, you'll you'll understand when you have one. I'm like, what are they talking about? I mean, is it something that grows inside of you? Yes, it is unbelievable how it just developed to like not you know it, it, waking up in the middle of the night and uh, and uh, and having to uh, to you know feed him or, or or change him or something. And it's just like, well, you know, you see him. It's like I can't I can't really get mad. It's just it's my baby, you know, and it's just a baby. So yeah, uh, it's one of those men. What a what a great feeling. So yeah, th- thank you guys for, for well, congratulations to you because you know uh, it sounds like you're getting up with the baby as well. You're a part of that. And I think every father yeah should be a part of that process. Gotta share in that experience. You really do along with her. Um, and- had some great uh, father role models, you know, in terms of friends and also other family that, that is just, I've had great examples as to how to be a great father, you know? So I intend to follow all those examples that I've, you know, accumulated throughout my, uh, my lifetime. Awesome. Congrats. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. So one of the, one of the things that we like to help people understand as, as cigar smokers, whether we've been smoking cigars for a long time or are new to it is, how long the process takes, you know, for, for getting uh, getting a concept blend turned into an actual new facing that's going to get, you know, uh, banded and boxed and shipped out there to retailers and then to consumers. And part of that is talking about this new, the 2020 Liberty Series. Yes. So and it, it's really interesting to me because, you know, this, this Liberty Series... Uh, can you tell us how long ago the development started for this Liberty series? Uh, two years ago. So two years ago. So years and it, ago. it's it's interesting because it's it's almost fortuitous because this is very different than previous Liberty series. I mean, you open up this coffin and you guys can see on the camera here. And, and if you're listening on, on the audio podcast, go on Facebook and YouTube and watch the broadcast. But this this is a big they stuffed this, it in there. Is, this is no messing around. A big, beautiful, fat, chunky box press cigar, and this is outside of the norm for you know what we've seen from the Camacho Liberty series. And it almost, it almost screams you know the fact that 2020 is such a different year. Uh, yeah, that was not on purpose. <laughs> this was not on purpose because this was developed two years ago. Yes, so it's, it's kind of fortuitous how things like that happen sometimes. Yeah, so this one was two years ago, and and just we wanted to do something, you know, a little different, like every year, right? And and yes, I believe out of the uh, um, eighteen different uh, liberties, there, this is there's been uh, f- most of them have been the eleven eighteen size, right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I believe I don't recall it as I was actually doing some research on that the other day. And there was one that was another size that we did a very small amount. And then this one, which is a six by 60 Gordo uh, box press on top of that. Um, Yeah. So this was two years ago, you know, the limited amount uh, of tobacco. This is another one that usually, you know, we use a lot of, of Corojo in the in the uh, in the blend and on this one you know we, we changed it up a little bit we used to uh, um some you know habano wrapper on this one we have some uh, also some some Corojo in the in the uh, the binder and then the filter is a combination between dominican and honduran tobacco uh predominantly uh, uh honduran tobacco in the um in the filler uh but yeah the, the, the flavor profile on this one it's, it's a little bit different just because of the how the size affects the smoke right yeah, I think you have more of a loser smoke on this mm-hmm. one. Uh, it's not as a, 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 as tight the draw. It's uh, it, it, it it I don't know. It's it, there's the, there's very little resistance um, that you can't find in some of our other ones, and you can't find in this one. But it also makes it just perfect because it's a very easy smoke. It's a it's a powerful blend, right? So having those two other things just to ease the the way you smoke this cigar, uh, I think they they help out. And and what. I have it back there. Our boxes are out, outstanding, you yeah. know, and, and I think this one, I, 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 I have my little connection, my collection here at home of, of the the lids um, for the past uh, few years. But this one is just, you know, screams attention. Uh, yeah. With that, you know, bald eagle in the, in the front, uh, we use an artist from New York. Uh, his uh, handle is um, Say No Sleep. Uh, he's the artist that 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 did that artwork for us for the boxes. And um, it just, you know, that those lacquer that that those boxes with the 14 coats of lacquer and then even the individual coffins and everything. It's uh, it, it tributes uh, to the to the Liberty. And, you know, obviously we go all out every year when we come out with uh, with the Liberty. Right. Um, it's not a it's not your typical price point for a Camacho. It's a little bit higher, but it pays off just because of if you're going to give that as a gift to someone there's not going to be any other box out there that's going to be, you know, represent America as that one does, you know, yeah. for example. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. The, the presentation is just outstanding and having smoked, um, cause I did, I did smoke one of these and, and you're right about the fact that, you know, because it's a box press and because it's such a large ring gauge, it's the, there's, there's not as much resistance on the draw, but that actually means, for, it meant for me the one that I smoked is I could smoke it slow, yeah. Because smoking something with a looser draw, if you smoke it too fast, it's going to heat up. So I could just sit there and and take a puff every sixty seconds, and it just kept going. Yeah, and the tons of smoke output, but I didn't have to keep nursing it. It just it just kept chugging along, and um, I didn't have to rush my way through it. It's a, it was a very leisurely smoke that you that I could literally just sit back and enjoy. And I hope that you had a long ash because the construction of these is just outstanding. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the construction of those, I, I, I've smoked them since they came out and, you know, prior to that, when I was, when I was in, uh, in Honduras, just the construction of it, it's, it's impeccable, you know, at least and every time that I grab one, at least I guess you know, I get about an inch, inch and a half of ash. Right. Um, and I try to have a picture here and there, but it usually ends up falling, but, um, yeah, the construction and then just that perfect amount of resistance that it has, uh, it, it's, it makes it a very enjoyable cigar. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, if we can go back to the core line for a second, and I want to know about the Scorpion. What's the story behind the Scorpion? The Scorpion, it's um, 
it's the brand mascot. And why? Because they're just it's they're native to the area uh, uh, that we grow our tobaccos, right? Actually, in, in all of Honduras, I, I have to agree because of, you know I'm, my city is about six six and a half hours away from uh, from Don Lee. I'm on the north coast, um, but it, scorpions are everywhere. You know, it is mm-hmm. not uncommon to be walking around the factory or or around the the field or or sometimes within the the uh, the, the Camp Camacho uh, guest house property. Uh, and, and see the scorpions, right? Um, I think when we were doing the, the revamp of Camacho, we needed something that 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 was bold, uh, doesn't get any bolder than the scorpion, and, and that, that, it, that it you know kind of uh, signified a little bit to the uh, to the to the heritage of the brand, right? Of the brand down down in Honduras. And I think uh, out of all the mascots that we could have picked for the brand, I think the the scorpion was the perfect one because it symbolizes uh, uh, the brand, the boldness. Uh, um, you know, it just 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 unapologetic to the core that Camacho has. Yeah. Were you a part of that process? Um, I, back in 2013, I was the last piece of the puzzle. I came in, I came in, uh, I came in as the face, uh, as the face of the brand. Right. So okay. I was going to execute a series of, of projects that the, uh, that uh, our agency had planned for the, for the development of the revamp. Um, so no, all the, the, the tweaks, yes, but all the master plan that, that was made, prior to me joining uh, the company. So with, um, and we've talked to a few people about this, obviously we're in a, you know, this strange time in 2020 where we can't go out and have events. You know, a lot, most people are grounded. They can't go out and do what we like to do, which as cigar smokers, we like to get together and spend time together. But you know what, you know, for you guys at Davidoff and, and Camacho, what, new and different and interesting things are you trying to reach your retailers and consumers during this strange time we find ourselves in? We just like, like you know, just like I, I think everybody else right now, you know, that, that has uh, stepped up to the game. We've uh, geared our, our, our strength into social, right? That is just the easiest way to, uh, to uh, connect with uh, our consumers at this time. Uh, and it's through social media, all of our social platforms, um, and I speak on a Davidoff uh, 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 scale, right? We've had uh, my counterpart, Kellis Kellner, doing uh, his uh, uh, the crop shop episodes uh, where you know, he explains the craftsmanship and, and just the, all the pairings. And, and you know, the, he explains the entire uh, lineup of Davidoff. Um, with Camacho, we're doing the same. I go uh, on uh, Camacho's Instagram live from time to time and, you know, feature one of the blends. Um, just recently I did the Nicaragua one and, and just on social and, and also virtual events, right? We're trying to develop a series of virtual events that actually make sense to retailers, uh, that, that actually, and we've done a combination of virtual and in-store events. Just recently I had one with, I was, you know, here sitting in my studio and, um, I had a store up in Michigan, um, and they were projecting, the, uh, the the presentation, my, my presentation through the screens, right? So they had about 25 people in the store. So, and then we had some people online as well. So it's a combination of virtual slash in-store events uh, that we've uh, that we've developed. And also we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, engage more through, uh, through social media. That's just, like I said, you know, in a nutshell, that's just the easy way to connect to, with our consumers at the moment, uh, given the circumstances. Once everything goes back to normal, obviously, you know, there is nothing better than communicating face to face with the consumer and uh, explaining to them the blends and see their reactions, you know, right on the spot. Um, but, yeah, so that it just it, 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 
we've been trying to do a, a couple of different things. And also with Avo, uh, we've had a couple launches of, uh, of uh, you know, in the brand. And um, also I've been going on, on Instagram live and explaining a little bit. And we, we've been doing a couple other things. But, yeah, just through social media, man, that's just the way to the way to the future right now. You know, and it's just the engagement that you get. It's uh, it, there's nothing like being in front of uh, someone and explaining to them and teaching them and, 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 and just, you know, sharing the knowledge. But the reach that you have on social media, if done right, it is exponential. You know, yeah. uh, when when I can talk to twenty five people in the store, I can talk to twenty five hundred. You know, in the same amount of time, mm-hmm. share the same information. So that that's just you know, we, we've uh, we've uh, grasped the concept of uh, social media as the future, and uh, we're trying to implement it into our you know our, our future scheduling of, 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 of you know events and innovation and uh, and just the evolution of our marketing. Yeah. Well, that's a you know. Uh, speaking of Klaus Kellner, uh, we had him on the show a few months ago, and that guy is an encyclopedia. Um, today, man. Wow. It, it, it's just unbelievable. Isn't it crazy? Like, uh, he is fascinating to listen to, and I love the education that you guys are doing about the process, the, you know, from the farm to, you know, just the whole thing. And that is what we need, and this is the perfect time to do it. So, there's a lot of information out there, and I encourage all of our viewers and listeners to go and check out their Instagram. Um, that is where they put out a lot of stuff. He has a great one coming up tomorrow. What's tomorrow? 19th? Yeah, tomorrow. So he's going to be doing the David of Nicaragua um, paired with Flor de Caña. Right? So he's going to have a couple of the ambassadors there. So you know, be on the lookout if you guys can tune in. Um, obviously, Plas is going to do his, you know, uh, exceptional job at, at, at explaining uh, the David of Nicaragua side. Uh, but I think it'll be interesting to see what the Florida Kanya guys have to say. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a big one. So it's uh, it's tomorrow. I'm not sure at what time, but if you go on our Instagram, uh, uh, David of Cigars, it should be uh, it should be able to uh, uh, tell you. Or or actually, it's on the David of Geneva because that one yeah. we're doing. Uh, through the store so uh that that's to be very interesting but yeah like i said that that is just an example of us you know developing these programs with uh with you know and, and pairings with uh, great companies um and then where where would you you know and it would be very specific and and you would not be able to have the reach that you have in that type of event right when where are you going to have class carol kellner and the ambassador yeah. for the Kanya in one spot and you're going to fit I don't know the reach of twenty five hundred people. You know, I mean, that just it, it's impossible. It would it would not happen. You know, um, so yeah, that that is one of the uh, uh, the ways that is a perfect example of how we're uh, we're evolving and, and turning into uh, our social media platforms, man. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I kind of had a follow up. If, if yeah, do you? Uh, so I don't know if you consider class, uh, you know, somebody who has mentored you at all, but who have been some of your mentors in this business? Um. Okay, I back in the day, I would say, man, and, and it's a long time friend of mine that I've known for uh, for years and has you know been there for me uh, since the beginning. It's uh, it's Juan Lopez from uh, from Gurkha, you yeah. know, yeah, just being a Miami guy, and then from there some other some other friends, right? And then just in the past eight years, uh, just my mentor would be you know hands down uh, Dylan Austin, which is the president of our company mm-hmm. right now, you know. Uh, when I started, Dylan was just a brand manager, head of marketing for, for Camacho. And he's, you know, you can see how, how I've learned a lot from the guy to where a guy has succeeded to become the president of the company. He started being a manager at, um, so yeah, it's just, that's, it's just, he is a, a world of, 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 uh, knowledge 
And and yeah, I mean, I, I would have to put him on, on the, the that number one spot because he, he, it, it's helping me right now, right? All the other guys that have been in my life had had, had you know that that my mentors have shaped me uh, to where I was able to fit in in a in a you know company structure, right? In a very aggressive team that we have here in the U.S. So um, yeah, it's just and it's crazy, man. Just because it, it's I've been in retail and being in Miami, I have become friends with a lot of people, right? Uh, in the industry, um, but yeah, it's just there, there's there's been you know a, a few that have stayed and then that have, uh, have helped me out and uh, yeah, just from the beginning, back from when I started managing that shop back in uh, in Coconut Grove in the year 2000, it's been uh, Juan Lopez has always been there, you know, love yeah. the guy. Yep. So one of the things that I've over the years, um, I mean, it's really since the re the the rebranding. Of, of the Camacho look, but also a little bit before that. But I've I've always enjoyed some of the some of the different and interesting limited edition projects that have come out. I was a big fan of the Blackout back in 2013. Um, I was actually a big fan of the um, some of the Brotherhood series, like the Shellback and yes. And so so this is interesting because I've heard from. A few cigar smokers who I consider big time cigar smokers, that particular blend, the Shellback, they didn't care for it at all. And I said, "Well, if you have any, send me, send them to me because I, I want them." Uh, because I that that was a blend that I loved a lot. So when it comes to those limited edition, whether it's the Brotherhood series or LEs or something like that, um, is is that something that you know you guys are? always on the lookout for for something that that maybe is is more suited for a limited edition project instead of a core line or or are those like wish upon a star moments that you know you only run after those when they when they just pop up in your face yeah well since the revamp right uh we've come out with a lot of limited editions as part of an innovation uh uh face of the brand Right. And not just the brand, but the company itself. Right. Um, since the rebrand, we we've come out with you know a bunch of uh, limited editions that had uh, uh, something, you know, extra, something unique. Either the, the good, great example, the blackout, that one had tobaccos from 2002, 2004, uh, seven years ago, uh, 2008 and something like that. So it was just very, very complex. Um, then I, actually today I posted another picture of, uh, of our, some of our limited editions. And in the picture, it was the double shock, right? Mm-hmm. That one, I believe it was 2014. Mm-hmm. It was uh, just us again, innovating. And it was two cigars, but individually banned and then banned a secondary band that put them together. Those were barber poles, right? Uh, that one had the wrapper of the, I think it was the, um, Ecuador, uh, Habano wrapper, and then Trip Maduro wrapper. So you would have the combination of those two flavors. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and then just the, 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 the Brotherhood series, the Shellback, the Check Six, the Hard Charger, all that stuff. It's just Camacho is very bold and, and, and it just tied very well with that innovation phase of the, uh, of, uh, of the brand. Now, all these, uh, all these lines that we came out with, those are prior to the FDA uh, you know, it's starting to manage uh, the way that we uh, launch uh, cigars and stuff like that, and just making it a little bit harder to where now we've, we've brought it down to, yeah, maybe once a year, the uh, uh, core um, offering and then our, our, uh, our liberty, 
right? I think those two are, are, are manageable. And also bringing one that will stay, which is usually the, uh, uh, the core one, for example, in this year, it's the Nicaragua. That one stays, and then the Liberty uh, is the one that is, that is limited, right? So I think we balanced it out to where that works out well. Uh, we're not the type of company that will come up with new stuff just to sell, right? And try to try to not confuse the, 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 the consumer because that is nobody's intention, but it's just the way that they do business, right? New cigar here, new cigar there, new cigar there, new cigar there. Uh, and after a while, it's like, okay, um, as a retailer, you're like, man, I don't have room for all your new cigars, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think that's a little aggressive. It, you know, to each his own. They, people do things differently, but uh, but yeah. So we've narrowed down to now, you know, possibly just doing one core offering and in a limited edition, which is the Liberty. And I think that's uh, it, it's it's worked out very well for us. You know, yeah. it's manageable uh, in terms of quality and consistency, packaging, and 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 everything. It's just uh, it, it just works out well. Well, I also I also think it's manageable for the consumer because. You know the consumer; they're they're going to be even if it's a medium to small brick and mortar retailer, they walk in the humidor, mm-hmm. and if they're if they're only into premium cigars for a year or less, they could walk into a cigar humidor and really be overwhelmed by so many things on the shelf. And if 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 uh, if you guys like you said, if you're focusing on the core lines, and then you know a few special things here and there, like the Liberty every year. And, and that kind of thing. I, I think it in the end, it makes it easier on us as consumers mm-hmm. because we don't, although limited edition projects are fun, it, it if it's going to take shelf space away, let, like let's say you've got a cigar smoker who's, who is a diehard Camacho Connecticut fan. If, if, if uh, his favorite size of the Camacho Connecticut has to, has to take a backseat to a limited edition cigar, you know, he might not be happy about that. He'd rather 100%. see his favorite core line cigar, you know, on the same spot on that shelf every week that, that he goes into uh, his favorite shop and buys his box of cigars. Uh, and I think in the end, it makes it easier on consumers to mm-hmm. just say, okay, this is the core of this this company's flavor profile, their their design profile, their their identity as a brand, and it exactly. makes it makes it easier for consumers like and that's, us. And that's where we tie in the color scheme, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That is, that, is, that is something that we believe me. We heard a lot of crap back in the day when we came out with our, our oversized rings uh, bands and 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 just the color. Uh, uh, you know, when we had the the Criollo and all that stuff and and Corojo and all the colors, people were you know making fun of us. Um, but it was all perfectly crafted so that the consumer could recognize the brand. So maybe the revamp and everything that we've created was a little too ahead of, of, of the cigar consumer. But in the end, now somebody walks into a, a, a store and they want Camacho. They don't even know which one it is, but they know it's a red box. That's right. Or the orange one. Now this, yeah. uh, this we'll have, they'll have a little trouble with this Nicaragua because this one's like a burnt orange. Uh, mm-hmm. And the other one's like a light orange. Um, but, but yeah, just, or the, or the teal box or whatever, you know, I mean, it makes it a lot easier and going back to the, to the, the limited editions, uh, limited editions are fun. Right. And then we just finished last year, we finished our, our diploma series, um, where we had a three years of diploma. We had the, the, the original diploma, then the the second one, and then the the diploma black. Um, but I kind of, it's just when we create these, 
we try to make them fun as a limited edition, obviously, so it is it, it is uh, uh, visually attractive for somebody to buy. But the downside is that we do have to go a little bit, you know, outside of the box when it comes to the boxes themselves. And yes, let's, let's just say a box of, of, of diploma black or the original diploma will take up, you know, almost two, almost two facings of your regular Connecticut Robusto, right? So it's a, it's a, it's, it's a balance that we have to play. Uh, that's why those are limited editions. We make a, you know, a substantial amount less of uh, boxes of cigars. Uh, so that then we're not stuck with just stuff that obviously didn't sell, right? Uh, I, I wish we kind of could sell them online or somebody that doesn't have to worry about the space, but that would be totally unfair to the retailer that supports us, you know. So it, it's it's one of those that it's just uh, it's tough to to balance out. But um, but yeah, like I said, now just imagine the box of liberties. That box of liberties, it, it, it's a big box. Yeah. <laughs> right. And to put it on the shelf, you have to if you have if you carry three sizes of, of your Connecticut. And you have no more room, you have to take at least that robusto out or, or, or something to fit that one that one in, you know. So it's a it, it's a give or take, you know. What a what a um, it, but limited edition projects are, are just so much fun, man. Away with 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 some other things nowadays, but it's just it, it, it's tough with everything that's going on with the FDA and everything. Just you know, it's crazy time. So we we go for the certain, which is our core, you know, uh, strengthening uh, strengthening our, our core. And obviously, you know, paying the the, the tribute to our Liberty Liberty uh, editions, which has been you know our, our 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 thing for the past eighteen years. Yeah, well, I've said for a while that the Camacho Core line is one of the most visually wonderful marketed cigars out there. If you walk into a humidor, that carries, if you ca- you know, if you walk into a humidor that carries the Camacho, it, it's right there. If you're a Camacho fan, you just have to look through the sea and you're like, there's the crayon box. I'm going over there. Yeah. Um, and as cheesy, as funny as it may sound, for the no, consumer, yeah. it's a lot easier to recognize the color, the, the, the boxes. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, where, where Camacho does stand out, you know, and it's just, it, it, you know, you can't really, unless there's another one from our brand, is the stores that have the shopping shops. Have you, have you seen the shopping shops, the Camacho shopping shops, the cabinets? Well, yep. if you do, it's just you've seen the Davidoff shopping shops, yep. right? Yeah. Where you think so. so it's the same model for Camacho, yep. and we have one for Avo as well. So basically, there are these cabinets that is just they scream Camacho or Avo uh, in your face, and then you cannot miss them. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and they have all the offerings, and we have the Duratrons where we change the, uh, the 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 you know whatever campaign we have uh, at the moment, and it's just you know and some stores have have the avo and the camacho one and then their cells you know double or, or triple just because it 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 it, 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 it you know and just it screams confidence right yeah. when you go into mm-hmm. a cigar shop and you see a brand that has that type of of, of display you, you must be doing something right right this is yeah. not trial and it's not like oh yeah they just to see they threw something on the wall and see if it sticks no this is well thought out uh those shopping shops are expensive um, for us to have, and that's just the, the, the best representation of our brand uh, at the retail level. Well, actually, we we do have one of those. So Tobacco Grove. Do they that. have one? Yeah, Tobacco Grove here, and uh, which is David. Oh, that's right, they do. Which is on the northwest side of Minneapolis. Okay. They've they've got the. I think it's the. I want to say it's the north wall of the of the walk-in humidor. It's got correct the Camacho, the Avo, and the Davidoff. Um, and, and the the layout is 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 beautiful and, yeah, and, and it's, it's, everything's easy to find 
put yourself in the shoes of a consumer. You walk in there, and then you have the sea of brown, and then you have these three displays. At, at least, if you don't if, if you don't pick up anything from there, perfect. But at least it'll call your attention. And next time you see mm-hmm. Avo Camacho, it'll be like, oh, this is this. You put one and two together. You know what I mean? Uh, be like, oh my god, this is the the, the, the store that had the, I saw this at X Y Z store, blah blah blah. So it, it just it, it, it you know it, it screams confidence, you know, uh, uh, for for the brands. I love those shopping shops. So for you know the the core lines, like you said, you guys are really putting focus into those. I I agree that that's important. So for our consumers that that are watching and listening that um, are maybe a little bit familiar with the core lines, but, um, you know, maybe not as familiar as, as we would want them to be. What, uh, give us kind of the, the quick rundown of the core lines, like, you know, the, the Rojo, the Connecticut, the Ecuador, uh, and even even uh, the, the barrel-aged series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you the brand pyramid, right? We'll start from the bottom in terms of flavor profile, price point. Uh, we have your Criollo, right? Criollo, it's a, it's, it's a medium-bodied cigar. It does have a nice Criollo 98 wrapper, which make, makes it look, you know, uh, on the darker side. It's just a, it's a darker wrapper, so you would never think that it's a, a, a mild to medium cigar. But what's on the filler, you know, it's got some Piloto Cubano uh, and some other tobaccos that, that make it sweet. So that one, is a, it's on the, on the mild to medium side, right? Uh, then you have your Connecticut. Connecticut, we were talking about, you know, before the show. That's our bestseller, right, by far. So you have the Connecticut. Uh, then after that, you move up the, the food chain a little bit. You have the Ecuador, right? Ecuador is medium to full body. Uh, the complexity of the cigar changes a little bit. It's the first time that we use uh, the well, – actually, not the first time, but it's one of the, the, the few times that we use some Brazilian tobacco in there as well, which mm. gave it a different uh, flavor profile. Uh, and then you have our Pride and Joy, right? The, uh, the, oh, I take that back. Now, in between the Ecuador and the Corojo, we have the Nicaragua. We've talked yeah. about that one already. Uh, next one would be the, uh, the Corojo, right? Which is the, the, the DNA of the brand. Uh, that is the, our Honduran Puro wrapper, binder, filler. It's all original Corojo. Um, and then after that, you have the Triple Maduro, right? The Trip Maduro, it's, uh, it's, it, the name says it all. It's Trip Maduro. Each component of the cigar has been fermented. Uh, for an extra six to eight months, so they, they they mature and then you know they become that mature Maduro tobacco, and then the cigar is rolled, right? Um, and then after that, we have our master built series, which uh, which it, it's the um, the uh, Camacho American Barrel Age, right? And the American Barrel Age, that one, it's about ninety five percent of it is American tobacco, um, and then we use one leaf of the filler. That is aged in bourbon barrels, right? For uh, for five months, um, basically, it's just the, that one leaf of the filler. It's getting the devil's cut out of the barrel, right? For six, for five months, and then the tobacco is taken out and rolled uh, uh, into the, uh, the the three formats that we have. Actually, six formats, three core formats, and then we have uh, three artisan sizes. Um, and then you have our next step was the uh, Nicaraguan barrel age, right? Same procedure. Um, uh, one thing on, for example, on the uh, on the American barrel age, that is actually the first and only Camacho cigar that is made in our in our Davidoff factory in the Dominican Republic, right? So that one is not made yeah. in Honduras. Uh, why? Because at the moment, back in 2015, when we launched it, and that one we 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 had a heavy presence uh, in the market. I was uh, it, it was you know pushed by a by um, by a national road tour that I did. 
Uh, when I, I don't know if you guys recall, I was used to drive the entire country with a big truck and trailer. I did it for yeah. three three years in a row, um, and and that one. So that that one was a, that was the biggest launch Camacho has ever had. Uh, the American Barrel Age, and then we uh, we went into the uh, Nicaraguan Barrel Age. Uh, same procedure. That one that one is made in Honduras, and uh, it's one leaf of the filler, which is some Nicaraguan Corojo that is aged in the Florida Caña barrels. And then the Florida Caña barrels that we use is Florida Caña 25, right? And uh, the same process goes in for five months, that one leaf of the Nicaraguan, uh, Nicaraguan Corojo, and um, it's getting the devil's cut out of the barrel. And then, then it goes into the the, the, the rolling floor and, uh, you know, it becomes a, a, a cigar. Um, and those, those, those two are the, uh, the ones that are, you know, a little bit more on the, on the complicated process because, Every time I go down to Honduras and I take, uh, you know, our guest and then show them around, uh, man, it's a pain, it's a pain in the butt to open up those barrels. Yeah, right. It takes uh, three guys, you know, and they're there with the little chisels and things and opening them up. And you know, I feel bad because they're like, "Hey, George, you want to open the barrels?" I'm like, "Yeah, please." So it's like they start barrel, <laughs> and you have the three guys bring the barrel, opening it up. Um, but just that aroma that you get out of that barrel, wow. Wow, it's outstanding! Just that that you know that 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 smell that comes out of it is just delicious. Um, so yeah, so that one it's it, it, it takes a little bit more uh, uh, time. You know, uh, the process is a little bit longer, but uh, the results are just you know two exceptional blends. And um, what else we have? And then we have our limited editions, the uh, the, the 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 liberties, right? Um, it's a limited edition in terms of quantity, but it's a yearly uh, uh, event for us. Um, so it's not that it's you know going anywhere anytime soon. We'll be we'll have some liberty for uh, for a little while, and um, yeah, and that one that one changes. You know, every blend it's different. We've done a couple of throwbacks um, this year. We talked. In fact, I'm going to light up one now. Um, we change it up, uh, you know, a few times. So that one I can't. We can't really keep track just because there is no track to keep. Right? Every every year we come out with something a little bit different to uh, to you know to to uh, pay tribute to the uh, to you know the, the American independence. We try to usually release this one prior to uh, to Fourth of July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, for the Lancero lovers out there, are you going to throw <laughs> the phone? Garrett's always got to bring up Lanceros. I, I I love Lanceros. I really love Lanceros. We um, unfortunately, it's not a a size that sells. We're not a boutique brand, a company, right? So so we move masses. Uh, lots of tobacco, still very you know perfectly crafted. Every you know attention to detail and every blend quality, consistency and all. But just that one. Lanceros, it's not a size that sells a lot. Like, unfortunately, we, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but when we um, revamped Camacho, uh, each line had a Corona size, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, they're no longer there just because, unfortunately, that is not a size that sells a lot. Yeah. Right. So if you're going to put all your, your, your efforts and, you know, in terms of, 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 of spend in, uh, in uh, you know, packaging and, and rolling, and then you have cigars, and they don't sell, and then, unfortunately, you have to move them, and then, you know, you have to discount it, whatever it is. So we're trying to eliminate all that. Um, and, yeah, so just some sizes just don't sell. Now, I would love, like, to have a, a, a I don't know, maybe a, uh, ooh, a Connecticut Lancero. Yes. Or, oh, my God, that would be amazing. <laughs> or uh, or maybe this Nicaraguan Lancero size, or maybe a triple Maduro Lancero. Wow, dude! Th- those are all hopes, man. 
Those are all hopes. I want to fight the idea that Lanceros don't sell because there are shops. There, there is a market for it. Yes. There 100%. is a market for it. And but it's just it's just us cigar nerds, really, that 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 buy the, the Lanceros. Most most average consumers don't buy them. Yeah, because they think, don't know. Uh, what's a company that I know that has Lanceros? I think that Tua has some Lanceros. Yeah. Oh, yeah. has Lanceros. Yes. Uh, yeah. Caldwell has Lanceros. I, I like Caldwell's Lanceros. Yeah. Yep. Um, Herrera SWE. Man, I for, I forgot to mention uh, Robert. Um, so in terms of one of those mentors that we were yeah. talking about, yeah. So I've known Caldwell for 16 years now. I met him in 2004. Um, he uh, he actually he lived in uh, in Minneapolis, if I'm not wrong, back in the day. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and and so. We started, you know, he would come to the store where I was managing in and, and, and all this stuff. And then we uh, we ventured up. We were going to start this, you know, small company, which he still has at the moment, Hotel Humidor. Um, but at the mm-hmm. time, I, I, I needed to focus on the store and, and, and the work. I had my bills to pay and stuff like that. I couldn't just venture off in something. Um, um, but we stayed in contact, right? And then we went to the one, the first and only uh, um Cigar Festival in Honduras. The name of it is, uh, well, was uh, Umo Hawar, right? And then we flew down because we had a meeting with somebody else that completely blew us off. But thank God that that happened because we got to meet the Davidoff guys, right? Which we had known before. And at, at the moment, it was it's, it's, it was Dylan and then, you know, some, other, some of the other guys. Um, and then from there is that, you know, Caldwell started with uh, you know a great relationship with Davidoff, and until this day, he's you know one of our our, our 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 good friends, and and that's how we evolved. But yeah, Caldwell has a lot to do in, in where I am and and, and that mentorship um, that that you guys asked me before. So yeah, I, um, I I completely forgot about Robert. Yeah, Robert's good people. Yeah. But he's got some good lanceros actually. I have yeah, a bag yeah. that he gave me a while ago. Some of some rejects he says um he's <laughs> uh, like hey smoke him some of them may may you know may not pull a draw or anything but i've smoked you know about 15 of the ones that he gave me in that big bag and they've all been good so i, I got lucky um but yeah back to that lancero i love him i personally love him but just they just don't sell yeah. i'll sell them they for you man, yeah, man. He'll, he'll, he'll buy them all as well, <laughs> yeah, well we'll have to make them in bundles <laughs> yeah in bundles, yeah. That way, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's an attractive. But Lanceros, it's a great, great cigar. Now, they have to be made very well, yeah. right? Because they, they could go bad real quick in terms of uh, the draw, you know. And yep. then just imagine, I mean, I'm sure you guys have, have been down to uh, Nicaragua or Honduras and seen the rolling process and everything. Man, to roll a Lancero, wow! You have three, yeah. t- you have your your three binders. Hey, you three by your three fillers. You have your binder, and then you and then you manage to put that beautiful wrapper on this skinny ass cigar. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. that is unbelievable. You know, same thing with uh, with our little machitos. You know, the little the ones that come in the tin, yep. the little yeah. the, the tiny ones. Yeah. Wow, I, have, I was actually the other day I was in Honduras and I was like I was walking around and then it caught my attention. I'm like, all right, where do we make the machitos? So I walked over. It's probably uh, we have it was like four sets of, uh, of of rollers and bunchers that were in the corner just rolling machitos man same thing the little filler because they're a long filler and everything it's just it, it's unbelievable how they, they they make perfect little things like this you know it's uh it, it's crazy well and those those machitos those tins that's a that's a great point for our viewers and listeners is 
If you want a short, if you want a short cigar that you can grab a tin of and just put them in your pocket and, and take them on a weekend trip, it's a, it's a great cigar to just have a quick smoke in between yep. meetings or whatever it is you're doing. Short in time, the Machitos got you covered because they have, we only have them in three offerings, right? We do the Criollo, the uh, Connecticut, and then the Corojo. Uh, it's the same blend, the same tobacco, the same breakdown, uh, just that, you know, and then long filler uh, cigars, but it, they're just tiny, right? So if you yeah. like, uh, let's just say your Connecticut, I personally love the Connecticut's and the mm-hmm. Corojo. Yeah. The uh, Criollo's, eh, it, it's good. It's not big. I like the other two better. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just like whenever you want a quick smoke, literally, you have 10, 15 minutes and you want that that you know full cigar flavor profile you know packed into this little thing like that uh the 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 machitas are are perfect you know yes they are so george out of the out of the the many camacho lines what's your what's your favorite what's your desert island cigar from from the camacho lines who's your favorite child yeah that's that's (laughs) tough that's tough i would have to say I would have to say the American barrel age in a Toro size would be my my ultimate favorite, and then then then, then I start thinking, okay, yeah, that. But then I also like the uh, the Triple Maduro uh, Figurado, which I love that one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, if you give me three, make it fair. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, number one, American barrel age, you're at Toro size. Uh, number two, Triple Maduro Figurado. And then uh, number three, man, I would have to go with the Nicaragua Robusto. You know, I would have yeah. to go with the Nicaragua Robusto man, just because I smoke a lot. Right? Yeah. And then sometimes the, the 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 Connecticut's are great to fill in gaps, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if it's nothing, you know, if it's a, just an uneventful day and I want to just grab a cigar and I don't, I don't, it doesn't hurt if I don't finish the cigar, a Connecticut all day, you know what I mean? No problem. But yeah, so so that would be, it would be ABA, Trip Maduro, and then uh, Nicaragua, and obviously in their respective uh, sizes. But uh, but yeah, those 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 three would be my, my favorite ones. Okay. Well, let's oh, yeah. uh, let's move into this week's uh, smokeabulary word. Ooh. And uh, guys, as always, smokeabulary is brought to us by AJ Fernandez, and I need to pull this up on my screen. There we go, AJ Fernandez, born and raised in Cuba. A.J. Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The day-to-day operations at Tabacalera A.J. Fernandez are managed under the watchful eye of Mr. Fernandez himself in order to ensure superior quality. The A.J. Fernandez portfolio of premium cigars provides blend, strength, and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, or Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from A.J. Fernandez. So this week's smokabulary word is <laughs> canoe. Mm. So, Garrett, when, when we're talking about cigars and I say the word canoe, what is what do you think of immediately? A paddle. A paddle. <laughs> oh, oh, cigars. Okay. Um, so a canoe is when it is definitely not what we're experiencing. Yeah. Not no. 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 <laughs> so a canoe can happen for a lot of reasons, but it is when the even it starts to burn unevenly. And there's a lot of things that you can do to prevent canoeing. One is toasting and lighting the cigar from the start properly. 
Right. So that's the first that's the first step in avoiding having a canoeing issue where if and if you guys have smoked a cigar and it starts to burn really fast on one side and the wrapper on the side is still not burned. That's that's basically what we're talking about with canoe. So Gareth, totally right. So toasting and lighting, that's step number one to avoid that toast, toast it properly and, and, and thoroughly. Uh, and that's the, that's the first step. Yep. And then, uh, other things, you know, obviously if it is a, uh, you know, maybe a budget cigar, they are more prone to canoeing because of construction. Um, but other factors are going to be environment. If you are smoking on a windy day, just, just expect to have some canoeing happen. Yep. And uh, you're going to have to probably touch it up, which is perfectly fine. If you're outside smoking and it's a windy day, expect to do that. That doesn't mean that it was a poorly constructed cigar. Right. It, and it could be it could be storage. You know, if you're storing it yeah. right, you know, with a with a Bovita pack, if it's a cigar that's not in a cellophane wrapper and you're storing it with a Bovita pack right on top of it. You know, the chances are that that one side of the cigar is going to be a little bit more humid than the other side of the cigar. Mm -hmm. Just pay attention to it. And, you know, one of the things that if if you get a cigar that that gets a little bit of an uneven burn and starts to canoe on you, that doesn't mean that it's a bad cigar. They're handmade products. Sometimes, you know, if the because the the leaves and George can talk about this a little bit, too, the leaves combust and burn at different rates. You know, depending yeah. on what's in the filler and what the binder, what the leaves are that, that the binder's made from. And you, just keep your lighter close by. And, and, and also has to do with the, with the, <clears throat> the deveining of the tobacco, right? Mm-hmm. So we have, uh, we have these machines in Honduras that they call strippers, right? Uh, the strippers will literally strip the vein from the, from the, from the, the, the leaf. And then sometimes, you know, in, in other cigars that are not, uh, premium per se right like mass mass produced cigars that are just at affordable prices uh that is just sometimes overlooked right and then you have some of these cigars that have uh, have, have veins so if that's happening you may also want to see if if you have a, a vein that is you know outlined on on the wrapper that you can see that's uh that's maybe that that binder was not you know the best binder or the best one that was sorted out to make that one cigar um and that that could happen, but you guys you guys hit every other point. You know, uh, um, you know, it's just the, the conditions of the cigar. Uh, good one with the Boveda pack on top. You know, if you have all that humidity in that first row of cigars, yeah, you may want to rotate them a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the construction. You know, and then windy days that's usually when it happen, right? Yeah. You're out playing golf or you're out on the beach. Or, or whatever, you know, if you're riding your motorcycle on your cigar canoes, what do you expect? You're going 50, 60 miles an hour, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, all, all those things happen. But for the most part, give give the cigar, you know, a good run, right? Give it a good a good inch, right? And and most of the time, cigars, you know, if, if rolled properly, they self-correct themselves. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. Most, most of the time. Yes. Wow. So, so and, and then the, that's another thing. These are handmade products. You know what I mean? It's not that there is a machine that is pumping out, you know, thousands of cigars a minute. No, this is just two, a, a roller and a buncher, you know, sitting down on their, you know, they pumping out, you know, 500 cigars a day. It's not perfect. You know, uh, we try to make it perfect. That's why we have very rigorous quality controls. Uh, but yeah, it, you'll have, a, a, you know, a few in there uh, that, that will come out and then, and you know, that stuff like that will happen. But like I said, yeah. most of the time, 
cigars will 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 uh, you know uh, they'll fix themselves. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They they usually self correct. If they don't, like I said, keep your lighter close by. If you have to give it a little touch up on one side, please do that. You know, if if I'm sorry, but I have no sympathy for you. If you're smoking like a, a six inch long Toro size cigar, and you get halfway down the cigar and and it's burning unevenly and horribly unevenly, and you haven't even taken the effort to pick up your lighter and touch it up a little bit, I have no sympathy for That's you. That's on you. That's on you. Yeah. So yeah. If, if somebody's going to – and I've seen people, we've all seen some of these people on social media who post a picture of a cigar that's burned unevenly, and and they complain about it. And and I, the first thing I ask is, did you touch it up? And if the, if the answer is no, I shouldn't have to. I'm sorry, but that's a stupid answer. Yep. Yeah, it's just as easy as touching it up, you know, blowing a little bit just to kind of you see the, the fire consuming, combusting that side of the of the leaf that uh, that has not uh, self-corrected. Um, yeah, these are these, you have to nurture these things, man. Yep. You know, no matter how much you pay for it, it's just an experience. It's you and your cigar, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe you're smoking it too quick. You know what I mean? You're not you're yeah. not letting the combustion, uh, you know, run its course. Uh, there's yep. so many factors, right? Exactly. Uh, there's so many factors. And it's going back to how you you know you teach re- uh, not retailers but consumers at retail stores. I've I've had to you know do these little you know uh, things of how to fix the cigar and why is it burning like this and all that stuff. You know, a million times face to face with the consumers. But um, yeah, for the most part, the cigar will self correct itself. You know, they're handmade products. Yeah. Uh, um, and if you pay three three bucks for it, come on, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> come on. Yeah. Yep. Well, that is uh, this week's vocabulary word brought to you by AJ Fernandez. And now it is time for Numero de los Muertos. All right. This week's Numero de los Muertos brought to you by Oveja Negra Brands. They bring you premium smoking experiences forged from tobacco, time, and talent. Comprised of Black Label Trading Company, Black Work Studio, Dissonant, and Emilio. Oveja Negra brand provides smokers uncompromising blends renowned for their flavor and lasting impression. Oveja Negra, where art and tobacco collide. Join the flock. Visit ovejanegracigars.com to learn more. All right, guys. We've got a good one. <laughs> All right. All right. So I actually have two numbers for you. I've got a U.S. number and a global number. So the U.S. number is six people die a year from this, but globally, that number is 113. Okay. Every year. Every year is the average. Okay. So the U.S. is six? U.S. is six. Globally, it's 113. Yeah. Uh, Suck it, Chad. They fall off a skyscraper while they're building it. Uh... No, I think they'll have their, their harness. Mm. Mm. Uh, George, you are incredibly close. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, George's coming out swinging. He's got, <laughs> he's got like almost the right answer right off the bat. I, I, have, uh, I have no idea. So he's on the right track. Oh. Uh, you had the hammer and there was the nail and you just, you just ticked the nail. Okay. Uh, so you are like right there. It, it has to do with heights. It does. I uh, people that, that that fix towers, telecommunication towers, maybe nope. it's closer to the skyscraper building. Yes. Ooh. So it's a building. I mean, it's it's, it's the the the. Okay. Hmm. 
like big tall structures like bridges it's, it's not a wind turbine or it could not be a wind turbine it has it has it's it's a building go back to skyscrapers skyscrapers uh oh the window cleaning people yes yeah <laughs> window washers i am window so washers. right yeah. now <laughs> i figured i figured we were going to go on this for a long time and you're <laughs> Fuck that out of the air. Hey, man. I've seen a lot of uh, YouTube videos, and that's, 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 that's crazy. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> that is insane. So here's the, the interesting thing about this is it is a highly unregulated occupation. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the U.S. It's uh, so especially like uh, places like Dubai and um, uh, China and Korea that have been building a lot of big buildings there. There's no regulation. And these guys are completely unprepared. And these really, really tall buildings, a lot of the new ones um, that, you know, they're just figuring out how to wash these windows don't have good anchor points and they're not strong enough. And the winds have the been winds. brutal, especially over um, in the uh, 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 UAU. UAU. Yeah. It, it, it's funny because uh, I, I mentioned I'm from Miami, right? And I lived in, uh, in Brickell in downtown Miami. And I remember, I mean, this, this guy may have been part of the statistics of that. Those six that they died a year. Uh, there was one, it was a windy day, and one of the condos that had just been built, they, they, they finished it up, and they were getting ready for, you know, people to move in, whatever. They were cleaning the windows, and it, 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 the thing lost control, because they're just hanging on two wires, basically, yeah. like four wires. And yep. then the wind, and then one of those wires breaks, and then that's it, you're on your own. You that's know? Right. And then you start spinning, and then, yeah, so this guy, unfortunately, he fell off. I think he was uh, up on the 35th floor, and yeah, they didn't survive, but decided. so it's funny that that I, that I got that. But yeah, I, I've, I've you know I've, I've seen it not firsthand, but I've you know I've seen it within my neighborhood of something like that happening. It's crazy, that and it's funny nice. because the other day I had somebody come in and detail one of my cars, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm going to uh, go here on Bayshore to you know wash this building." I'm like, "Oh, like you know office building?" No, it's like one of those skyscrapers. And I'm like, "What do you mean? Do you do that stuff too?" He's like, "Yeah, man, that's you know my little side gig, whatever." So obviously. This guy is not a train skyscraper window cleaner or <laughs> or or, or I, I don't know. And then later on, he was posting on his Instagram that he was up on the 40th floor just there hanging out with the little yeah. thing washing the windows. I'm like, wow, it's crazy. Wow. Well, I, I remember when I first started working where I'm working now, I was up on the 36th floor. And it freaks you out the first time because I had I had never worked that high up in a building before. So I'm working up on the 36th floor, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm just sitting there working. All of a sudden, I see this dude outside the window. It oh yeah, it freaked me. Out. I was like, "Holy shit! What?" And he, he's got there with the squeegee and and all this. Yeah. Man, and yeah, it's yeah, it, uh, it, it it's it's a while to get used to that. And in, in, in the condo that I used to live that they would send memos of, uh, of obviously, you know, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to clean the windows on this, on this, you know, live, I, at least line, whatever, of the building. So that obviously if you're there, you, 
<laughs> you're up on the 25th floor, you don't expect some dude to show up on your window. You know what I mean? So they would let everybody know just to make sure that everybody closed their blinds or blah, 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 and so on and so yeah. forth. But, yeah, well, that's, that's a crazy uh, profession, man. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it, it's pretty crazy. Wow. And I didn't know. I mean, considering, right, that every all these windows get cleaned every year, all these cities and stuff, only six, that's not bad. That's It's really not bad. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's, that's not bad. You know, I mean, the ones that unfortunately go, it's just because that they're, they're, they were marked. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, and in the states, I mean, you think there's only six in the states and there's what, 135 worldwide? 113. 113. 113. That's crazy. And you think about we've got like OSHA and, mm-hmm. you know, other regulatory groups here that, that are really focused on safety. And, and a lot of countries, they don't have that. You know, right. they just hire people and, and you know, uh, they don't. They don't regulated it highly speaking of other countries and and things that are a little dangerous and whatever so in our factory an actually no, in our farm in honduras in our, our curing barns um how many times have you seen these guys just go up climb up these you know curing barns and move yeah. the, 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 uh, the, the the sticks and all that stuff our guys actually started they hate it though but they started we enforced uh harnesses they they, they wear harnesses now when they go and climb up, do all these things, they're they're with the harness, yeah. right? Just to make not nothing ever happen, but it's just one extra little you know method to keep everybody safe, right? Mm-hmm. The safety, the, the priority down there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, even though it's not that high, sometimes you're up at the height of the you know two three stories. Yeah, you know when you go to these curing bars and you fall, you're done. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so it, it's uh, it's crazy. I, I don't know. I think we may be the only ones in Honduras that do that. Uh, but yeah, our guys go and do the monkey business with harnesses on. Yeah. Crazy. That was this week's numero, numero de, de los, los muertos. muertos. All right, and real quick, I want to go back to our vocabulary word of uh, canoeing. So this isn't a canoe, but this is a point where I would normally take a lighter. To it and just give it a little touch up and i'm just going to show you here and that'll probably self-correct and this would that's, totally that's self-correct like not even a quarter of an inch yeah that, that, that would self-correct yeah should we uh should we see let's uh let's test that theory yeah, let's let's leave it leave it go so all right george lightning round questions if you could choose to hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes who would it be and why? Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you said living, that was like, mm, if not, it would have been Steve Jobs. But uh, uh, Elon Musk, what a revolutionary mind that we have in this planet, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. E- e- Elon Musk. Yeah, I, 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 want, I want to see that guy's vision. I mean, his bank account is pretty loaded, so that way he yeah. can uh, – yeah, but yeah, Elon Musk. Great I think I think he's uh, he's defined uh, you know new boundaries uh, yeah. with everything that he's doing and just Tesla alone. I mean, come on, that that, right. that the company's worth more than than all the other uh, automakers combined. Yeah, you know, and then he's doing the, the stuff that he's doing with SpaceX and everything, and then God knows with that space uh, car that he sent with the little with the 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 thing that he sent over there is probably God knows where. Yeah, but he's the only one that did that. He sent a car out to space, and it's going. Yeah. I don't know where it is now, but it's going. So just that that level of like, all right, let me do something on this planet before yeah. I go. Yeah, I, I would love to spend ten minutes and and, and see what his uh, his uh, you know the outline when it comes to a project, what his first outline is. You know, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, definitely. Elon Musk. I think the last report was that that car was still stuck in the drive-thru at Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Chipotle has a drive-thru? <laughs> Oh man! Does uh, it? So Chipotle has a drive-through. <laughs> yeah. So George, if you were about to get into a fight, what soundtrack music would come on? Ooh. Hmm. 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 Let me see. Please say Millie Vanilli. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. I'm not a big fighter. Um, but if you were in a movie, let's say there's a movie yeah, made about the, you and you're... You know, it, it, would, it would have to be some, you know, a, like a, 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 some rock. You, I would say probably around, you know, anywhere from 130 to 140 BPM. That way it's, uh, you know, we get we get some uh, some momentum. You know, it, it, it goes par with the heart with the heart rate going up, you know, at yeah. 140, like if you're working out. So yeah, something like that. I don't have anything, uh, any band in particular that comes out, but I gave you the, the, the bit rate more or less of where I would want to stand, you know, anywhere from 130 to 140 BPM uh, it, with rock, maybe up, you know, a rock guitar in the back or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. some, something like that, an electric guitar in the back, uh, something like that. that. That would probably get me pumped up. I think I like Slash it. is definitely involved. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, something right. like that. So choose one of the following you could hit a home run as a starting pitcher you could score a touchdown as a defensive lineman you could score a hockey goal as the goalie or you could score a soccer goal as the goalie oh you know you're not a big but soccer goal soccer yeah i mean that and it's it's been seen many times you know because if you go if you leave your goalie and you go on the other side and you score, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, it's just that, that you, you, you covered a lot of, uh, of, of, of boundaries that should have never, you know, happened. So yeah, that, that you need, you need, you know, a big pair of cojones for that. Because you know, that rebound would be quick. So you have to get, get back all the way, you know, real quick. So yeah, it, it, it would be the soccer one. Yeah. So what's, uh, What's the number one piece of advice that you find yourself giving to to newer premium cigar consumers? Somebody who's new to the game. Okay, um, I would do my research right as to what flavor profile I may like. Right. Um, obviously, I would not recommend you know somebody, and I've, and I've done this before. Uh, I wouldn't recommend somebody smoking, you know, starting, let's just say for with our Camacho cigars, you know, starting with a triple Maduro, right. Or maybe even a Corojo. Right. So I would, I would, <clears throat> I started smoking when I started smoking back in, you know, uh, I think it was like 2003 or something. Um, I started with the, the, the flavor ones, right. Uh, I think it was uh, the, actually the acid bellicoso, the blondie bellicoso. That, that's the one that, yeah, because it was a very mild cigar. Yeah. Right, you have to start a mile, and then right there, you, you may be able to gauge your your flavor profile, your 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 you know your uh, uh, um, your tolerance right away. You know, if that's the case, then you you, you step yourself you know to a, to a, something a little more bold. Um, but yeah, so basically, do your research. You know, see what uh, what beginners are, are are smoking. Most likely will be uh, Connecticut wrapper uh, cigars. You know, something on the mild side. 
uh, and then venture off. You know, every cigar, there's, there's, yes, there is good and bad cigars. But for the most part, with premium cigars, they're all great cigars, right? Everybody's trying to do a good job at quality, the construction, the flavor profile. All these blends, they don't happen within a matter of hours. You know, it's not something you're like, oh, yeah, yeah let's uh, put that together, send it to market. No, these are tested. And sometimes when you, when you create a blend, um, it's it's not it's trial and error, right? So you put yeah. a X amount of percentage of, of tobacco in the filler, but then, you know, it's not the flavor profile that you want. So every one blend that is out there has been, you know, crafted to hit that flavor profile. Now, is that flavor profile the one you are looking for? That is for you to decide. It's a very personal thing. But, yeah, just explore, you know. And there there is, if, you know, some people are like, oh, my God, yeah, no, that cigar sucks in there. And they may have just smoked it once all right they may have had something spicy for lunch you know and when they smoked when they, they smoked that cigar obviously their palate was just on fire yeah. right and then just the the, the the tones of the cigar were not there so yeah it, start mild and give it at least at least a good three times you know uh, uh, uh three tries to that one blend in particular that blend obviously after your research you pick these three blends per se, three brands or whatever you go and you try them, you give them at least, you know, three times uh, uh, a chance. And after the third time, if you really don't like it, try it with water, try it with, uh, with a spirit, uh, with coffee, mm. all those things, they open up your palate in different ways that the cigar may be able to squeeze in there and then give you the, uh, the, 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 the pleasure that is intended to, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically that just, Trial and error. Try. There's no bad cigars out there. Just just some other ones that are you know a little more higher in terms of quality and consistency than others. Uh, but yeah, it's just uh, the blends. You know, they're perfectly crafted to fill that gap in your in, in your palate, and uh, that's 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 something that you know you have to give it a chance to uh, to be able to enjoy that. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, so this week's notable smokable uh, for me was. Uh, gifted to me by Garrett here uh, uh, last Wednesday night, uh, the Illusione one-off mm. uh, in the Churchill size. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my crazily enough. I mean that that blends. Uh, it was reintroduced by uh, by Dion. Uh, I want to say a couple of years ago, and, but I had just never tried it, never reached out for it, and and Garrett gifted me one of those uh, last week, and that was a really good cigar. That was a really good cigar. Yeah. So um, I mean, I'm excited to try the other sizes, uh, other Vitolas in that blend because I I thought the Churchill was outstanding. So. Oh, they're all fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Have Lanceros. Uh, <laughs> I does not come in a Lancero. No. <laughs> uh, my notable smokable uh, this week was the um, the Padilla Maduro, and Padilla doesn't get enough play. I don't think um, it's not a very popular cigar, not carried at a lot of lounges. Um, but you guys, that Padilla Maduro is delicious. Oh yeah, Ernie had a great one back in the day. The uh, well, I mean, I think he still has it. I'm, I'm not quite sure. The eleven eighteen, the Miami uh, uh, edition Padilla. Yeah, yeah. Wrong. Yeah, I know. Wow, that was a great one. Great cigar. That, that, that he came out with back in the day. I'm not sure if he still has it or not, but back in the day, I remember I used to sell like great smoke for that video. Yeah. Um, George, what what's something that you've smoked recently, you know, outside of the the Camacho brand that that kind of caught your interest? 
Yeah, um, it depends, man. Because, for example, I mean, lately, I um, obviously, you know, I, I, I venture off in our, in our lines, right? Um, so I've been spoken a lot of the the. In fact, this week, today, it's been two days, you know. <laughs> yeah. So this this week. I've been smoking probably the most out of uh, the Winston Churchill, uh, David of Winston Churchill, the regular one, not the late hour, just the yeah. regular uh, Winston Churchill. Um, mm-hmm. Such a pleasant smoke, right? Um, on the medium, medium, medium to full body. You know, the late hour will be the full body, but the, the that Winston Churchill. In fact, I just had one today when I when I went to the office. Um, outside of our of, of you know my Camacho smokes, that's uh, that's one that I've been enjoying a lot. Um, also I, I, last week on Friday, actually, I smoked the, the Davidoff Yamasa, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Love it. What a tremendous smoke in the pyramid size, right? So I just, I just, I put the, uh, just the tip a little bit, right? So to try to constrain that, that, that combustion when it comes out and wow, what a, what a tremendous smoke. So yeah, those are my two that I've, that I've smoked. I haven't been smoking anything else, uh, lately because obviously I haven't been out to the stores. Usually when I go to a store, I go and I venture off and I ask around, be like, "Oh, what's your hot cigar now?" And I then I buy a few, right? Uh, obviously, they're they're not my brands or anything, so I just go in to try out what what's new, what's uh, you know what what's hot out there. Um, but obviously, I've been stuck here at home and from here to the office and back and stuff. Yeah. And I'm not gonna order stuff online. I have plenty of cigars, right? You know, right? Um, but yeah, uh, I, I am a huge fan of of the drones. You know, they're 1964. Like one of my ultimate favorites would be the the Pedro 1964. Uh, Maduro Piramide, yeah, right. Those, those, those are just exceptional cigars. Or the Exclusivo. Um, yeah. That's something you know. If I had to pick, those definitely would be uh, some of my uh, my uh, you know the, the ones that I would pick. Um, and other than that, I mean, I, I, I not that I try to stay within the Davora family lately, but it, they're just the ones that are available to me at this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I can't go to a, a, a store and uh, and pick up an assortment of, of newbies. You know? Yeah. Well, I want to give uh, give everybody an update here. Look at Garrett's. Look at that that uh, that burn issue corrected itself. See? Yes, and it will. <laughs> uh, it will. And I want to give uh, give our viewers and listeners as well. We have a giveaway tonight. So Garrett and I have some beautiful Camacho cigars mm-hmm. from the beautifully curated collection of cigars here at howaboutthatcigar.com that we are going to give away to one lucky commenter on this video. So, and this contest is going to go until midnight central time Sunday. So Sunday night when it turns, when the clock strikes midnight central time, if you comment on this video, either on Facebook or on YouTube, any commenter is going to be entered into a random drawing to win a lovely selection of Camacho cigars from us here at How About That Cigar. And George is yeah. kind enough. He's also going to throw something in along with this beautiful prize. Yeah, pack. I'll throw in a nice ashtray. Right, where's my camera? Beautiful. Nice ashtray, which is this one's in the box, but this is how it looks like. Right. Beautiful. This is the one that I use here at the at the uh, at the studio. But yeah, we'll we'll give one of these. And uh, I don't have it here, but I do have it in my office in the in the warehouse. I have a, a Camacho torch lighter as well that I'll throw in. So nice. you know, one lucky one will be able to take that uh, that uh, uh, torch lighter and the um, and this ashtray. Nice. So Thanks. that is Sunday the twenty third. Yeah. 
Sunday the twenty third when the clock strikes midnight uh, midnight Central Time. If you comment on this video on Facebook or the video on YouTube, it's the same video. So you can comment on either one. You can comment on both if you want to. We're going to select one lucky winner to receive a beautiful prize package. And we'll continue to promote this over the next few days to give as many people as possible a chance to win something uh, win something cool. Um, so we want to give you guys an idea. Next week, uh, as always, we're on Tuesday nights. But next week is one of those weeks that we're going to have a special night. Instead of Tuesday night, we're going to be on Monday uh, August 24th, and we're going to talk to Dean Parsons from Epic Cigars. Very excited to have him on the show. So not Tuesday night, but Monday night next week on the 24th, we're going to talk to Dean Parsons from Epic Cigars. Uh, George, give everybody a final idea. Where's the best place for them to get the most up-to-date information, the latest and greatest from Camacho Cigars? Our, our Instagram account, Camacho Cigars. Handle is at Camacho Cigars. That is, uh, I, I handle that personally. So any questions that you guys have in terms of blends or releases or old stuff, uh, whatever question you have about Camacho, please send me a DM. I'll be the one responding to them um, at Camacho Cigars. That's the handle. So like I said, you know, if, if, if there's any picture on the grid that you have a question about, please shoot out a, 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 a direct message and I'll, you know, I'll try to answer it as, as a, you know, as properly a, a, as possible. If there is an answer to your question, there but yeah so basically when you go on your instagram and you you know go on to the camacho cigars handle uh you'll be talking to me you know so basically that's uh, that's where you can get a hold of uh, our you know newest and, and latest uh, uh stuff um i try to keep that curated so where we you know we have everything current um so yeah that, that, that's probably the, the easiest way to uh to get a hold of us you know at okay. camacho cigars awesome uh, George, we can't thank you enough. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being on the show tonight and teaching us about Camacho and all our listeners and viewers and just giving us insights into what's going on with Camacho these days. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for the thank cigar. Thank you very much for having me, man. This was this was good. It was fun. You know, uh, uh, I think we, 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 we shared a lot of knowledge to the uh, listeners and, and then the viewers as well. And, uh, and it just it, it was a lot of fun, man. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, when I reached out to you guys, you know, with, with all humble, humbleness, I'm like, hey, I want to be on the show. I want to want to talk about Camacho, you know. So, uh, and you guys made it happen. So, I, I really want to thank you for that. You know, thank you, thank you very much for having me. Oh, absolutely, it was Our a pleasure. great time. So, for you guys, thanks again so much for watching and listening. As always, if you have any questions, email us directly at the website howaboutthatcigar.com. Follow us on social media at HBT Cigar. And until we see you guys next time, burn cigars, not bridges. Take care, guys. Thank you. Take care.